Hello, hello. Welcome back to Formula E Byte, lovely listener. This is, of course, episode number nine. In the last episode, we broke down and reviewed the events of the E-Pre in Rome. So check that out if you haven't already, or you just need to catch up or recap over the events. But for this episode, we're taking a look ahead at the upcoming doubleheader in Valencia this weekend. That's right, rounds 5 and 6 of the 2020-2021 season will be taking place at the Ricardo Tormo circuit in Valencia, and things will be a little different to what we're used to seeing when an EPRI takes place. Ricardo Tormo is a permanent racetrack rather than the temporary city street circuits we're used to seeing when it comes to races taking place in Formula E. I'm excited. I love city circuit racing. I love the cities that we race in. You know that. I go on a lot about how how beautiful they are. But I'm happy to see a permanent circuit in use. I think that it's an enjoyable spectacle in its own right. My preference is still street circuits for Formula E. I think that's a principle the series should stick to. And one of the main, possibly even the main reason Formula E has street circuits is so that fans can easily attend. Unfortunately now, we have a situation in most of the world still, and certainly in Europe still at the moment, where fans aren't able to attend races in large numbers. So if there ever was a time to make use of a permanent track, now would be that time. If this goes well, and I have no reason to doubt that it will, I'm actually not opposed to a few permanent tracks making their way onto the calendar now and again, and I must stress only now and again in future, just to give the series something extra. But street circuits are certainly the best way to be doing things, especially because Formula E exists to bring people closer to racing, involve them more, and let's not forget the core reason really to promote use of electric vehicles in our cities and more widely as well. So I think city street circuits are the perfect way to be doing that. Now this circuit, Ricardo Tormo, will not be unfamiliar to the drivers. This is where a lot of testing has been done in the past, including pre-season testing for this season, which took place there back in December last year. The circuit has been modified since then, however, with changes in the final sector, which now includes a series of tight turns and a couple of long straights. These changes should keep the race feeling like the Formula E races we all know and love, and ensure there's plenty of action. So what we're looking at with this circuit is a 15-turn 3.376-kilometer track, the attack mode activation is just before the drivers get to that final sector. So the layout has potential for some real excitement and, of course, just general unpredictability, very much in keeping with what we've seen this season so far, particularly after the last rounds in Rome. In testing, Dragon Penske did quite well here. I know they've improved a lot since last season, 
but I'm still not expecting to be blown away by Dragon this weekend. That being said, they could certainly be running in the points. I don't think that's the craziest thought given the season that they're having. In testing, of course, it was a different layout, but maybe, just maybe, you never know, the testing performance will bring some confidence to the team and to their performance this weekend. I think they have every reason to be confident at this point in the season. They're they're doing well. So I think they'll be an interesting one to watch. I I hope they have a good weekend. I, I like Dragon. I've liked their seeing them perform so much better this year. So yeah, good luck to them. I think they'll they'll be ones to keep an eye on. In terms of the, the drivers though, by the last day of testing, Maximilian Gunther topped the leaderboard as the fastest driver in Valencia. I think it's certainly worth keeping an eye or two or three on Gunther. I feel like BMW have more to give this season. They've had moments here and there of looking really sharp so far. They just need to put it all together and to do so consistently. Much like Porsche in that respect and Envision as well, you'd probably say. Gunther is a race winner at BMW as well, let's not forget. Uh, I know it was last season, I know everyone apart from Nissan has a different powertrain now. Do I think he's got a win in him? From what I've seen so far and from what I've seen from the other drivers, probably not. Pro- maybe. You never know. Anything could happen in Formula E. But I'm not expecting a win for Gunther anytime soon. But I still think he can he can do well. I still think BMW can do much better than they currently are. That being said, when it comes to the podium prediction later, spoiler alert, I haven't put a BMW driver in there. I think there are a few other teams more likely to be on either of the podiums this weekend. And indeed, a few teams who need to be there, really. And on that, actually, let's just look briefly now at where the championships stand going into this weekend, because we've reached a really key point of the season. After this weekend, we'll have had six races done, and with a calendar as it is in terms of confirmed races, and I say confirmed races, I'm doing air quotes with my hands, not that you can see, I say confirmed races, because even that could change but after Valencia assuming things go to plan we have Monaco Marrakesh and a double header in Santiago and that's it we could be looking at just four more races after this weekend I know there's provisional hope for others like London for example and I'm semi semi confident that that could go ahead things are improving gradually in the UK still a long way to go in all fairness, a lot of progress has been made. I think I think that's fair and important to say. The government are trialling the return of larger events as well, so it could happen. No guarantees, but it could it could happen. There's hope we'll be able to race in Mexico as well before the end of the season, but nothing is certain. We could be at the point in the season now where after Valencia we go round seven, round eight. 9 and 10, bam, see you next season. I don't think that will be the case, but there's a lot of things that happened in the last year that none of us would ever have expected. So this is 
a real key moment for the teams and the drivers this weekend. I really think it is. And if we look at the drivers' standings, the top six especially are really close. Top of the pile, first place, Sam Bird with 43 points. And then his teammate, Mitch Evans, 39 points in second place. And then third place with 34 points, Robin Freins. And one point behind him, Stoffel Van Dorn in the Mercedes. One point behind Van Dorn is his teammate, Nick DeVries, with 32 points. And then also with 32 points is Porsche's Pascal Verlein. So it is close. It is close. And all of those drivers, apart from Verlein, have had races where they either didn't pick up any points because they finished outside the points or didn't pick up any points because they didn't finish the race. So it could change really quite drastically. It really could. I have a feeling how I think it will go. I don't think it will change massively. I think we're we're probably looking at those six or certainly the teams that they drive for being the ones. I think the order can definitely change, but I think we're probably looking at, at those finishing in the top spaces, certainly the top eight. I think there's still room for Tachita. There's still time for them to get going. But it's a really close drivers' championship. And I say that after four races, after six, then it kind of gets to the point where you're like, okay, this could be how the season's looking like it's going to go now. Especially because we don't know how long the season's going to be. The season could be four races after Valencia. It could be eight races after Valencia. We, we actually just don't know. And over in the team's championship, this is where I think this weekend could be crucial. Again, the top five, fifth place is, is Porsche, 32 points so far. Above them, just five points above them, Envision Virgin Racing in fourth place with 37 points. And then the top three, the gaps start to widen. Third place, DS Tachita, 46 points. Second place, Mercedes, 65 points. And first place, Jaguar 82 points. Now the top two, Mercedes have, have just had a situation where De Vries didn't finish the last two races. Jaguar have had DNFs. But Mercedes have won half the races so far. And in each of the races, they have either also picked up pole or fastest lap points. So I think with the gap, 82 points to Jaguar, 65 to Mercedes after four races, what happens this weekend could be really key. Say you have an example where Jaguar get a 1-2 finish both races and Mercedes have one, maybe two DNFs. That gap's starting to look quite big. And then Jaguar just have to be consistent. I don't think that's a foregone conclusion by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a scenario that could play out. But equally, Mercedes, they've won half the races. They have had quite a few DNFs. Only Van Dorn got points last last week uh, sorry last round i think he had a dnf in rome as well i think the, the the mercedes took each other out in round three so three out of a possible four dnfs in rome and they're still second the same with tachita they're third and they've they've been below par by their their own standards their own very high successful standards you would have to say tachita aren't having the best season and envision virgin aren't massively far behind neither are Porsche so should Jaguar or Mercedes slip up we could be looking at a very different table very different standings after this weekend I don't know how to call it I think 
after four races, it's very hard to call it in fairness. But after six, knowing that potentially there's only four more left after that, I think maybe we could start to get an idea if one team runs away with it this weekend. Equally, they might all be very, very close to, even closer to each other, possibly, after this weekend. Who knows? I think this is a very key weekend. I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm going to guess because it is time for the podium prediction. And as with all the double headers so far, I'm going to go for three drivers that I think will end up on either of the podiums at some point this weekend. Let's let's get the obvious ones out the way first. I'd be a fool, especially after talking about how crucial this weekend is. I'd be a fool not to say Jaguar and Mercedes will be on the podium. They have to. They'll be going into this knowing that performing well here really helps them at this stage of the season. Likewise, failing to get a podium, messing up, failing to finish is going to be a problem in a season where we don't know when the season's going to end. So I'm going for Mitch Evans and Nick DeVries. Evans, because whilst his Jaguar teammate Sam Bird is perhaps the more eye-catching on track in terms of driving and driving style, I'm not saying Sam Bird isn't a good-looking fella, but he's got a helmet on, so you wouldn't know. I think Evans is on excellent, in excellent form. And I've gone to Vries because he had such a shocker in Rome. Didn't finish either of the races. He'll be looking to come back strong. And because those predictions felt like easier, maybe safer choices, my third driver I'm going for Mortara seventh place in the drivers championship currently so a top 10 driver could feasibly get on the podium and I've liked his performances all season so far I think he can get on the podium this weekend and if you have a podium prediction or anything else to share please email show.formulaebyte at gmail.com And I will read some of them out on the show. That's it for today's episode. As usual, make sure you're subscribed to Formula E Byte in whatever podcast app or platform you like best. Feel free to follow on Instagram and Twitter at Formula E Byte. I've been Andre. Hope you enjoy this weekend's racing. I'll leave a link in the description for this episode so you can find out how to watch along wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Formula E Byte. See you next week for the review of the races in Valencia. Goodbye.